Hey, hey, long time no talk. It's so crazy to be doing two podcasts a week. Oh my goodness. I'm Lisa Page and this is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Today I'm making you listen to a fantastic insider regarding the whole Free Britney situation. So we'll get into that in a sec. But first I want to tell you all about Warby Parker. I'm so excited for you, my podcast listener. Warby Parker is offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. I only discovered Warby Parker in my love for this company last summer. I do not know where I've been, honestly. I do not know what I was sleeping on. But when I think back at the thousands of dollars I spent on a couple pair of glasses, it makes me like, oh, I get sick. I came across Warby Parker after being told by a million people, what are you doing? Go to Warby Parker. And then I looked at their glasses and they make glasses so affordable that you could honestly switch out different styles per season if you wanted to. That is how affordable these glasses are. I'm telling you, just go to lisaloveswarby.com, get your uh, free five-day home try-on. And remember when you end up buying a pair or 10, tag me, Lisa Page made me do it. lisaloveswarby.com. Okay, so on the line, we have a girl, Ryan, who I've been back and forth with for the last week. And I was actually, I was just telling Ryan off the air, I was tipped off to Ryan's Instagram account through a few followers of mine who are equally invested in this whole free Britney movement. This has become such a hot topic. I mean, I think, and Ryan, you can tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, but you know, we've all been wondering about Britney Spears for a while. Why are we now hearing more and more information about what is actually going on? And you've been like on top of the story for a very, very long time. And <laughs> anybody who follows Ryan on her Britney the Sagittarius account on Instagram, again, the link will be in my show notes. You're being very intentional about putting out real news. This is not fabricated stuff. This is stuff that you're finding with pretty credible resources behind what we're reading on your account. Correct, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. I really try to base um, almost all the majority of my content on exclusively off-court documents. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, sometimes we have to do uh, reports. We don't know, you know, because we're not going to get everything from the court docs, but I really try to stick to facts. All right. So today we're hearing that not only Paris Hilton, but Tara Manning, who used to be Britney's former co-star, is showing support for this Free Britney movement. Do you think, do you honestly think what we're all hearing, what we're all reading is actually happening? And to give anybody who's just tuning in, you're obviously living under a rock because Britney's been, uh, her dad has been her conservator for how long now, Ryan? You know more than me. 12 years. 12 years. And He's controlling basically all of her finances. So the reason why we're seeing all these bizarre videos all the time, seemingly it's just Britney so bored. She really has nothing to do. And this is the only way she can communicate with the world. What's your take, Ryan? You've been going through all of the material, all of the documents. What's your background? Like, were you a lawyer at one point? You said, I know you mentioned at one point we were back and forth about the conservatorship. You used to work in a nursing home or with, what was that that you told me? Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. Okay. I uh, worked as a caregiver for uh, 
people who had dementia and Alzheimer's, and I also worked as a program coordinator for adults with developmental disabilities. Uh, so I was quite familiar with the concept of conservatorships before I had heard of Britney Spears being placed in a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about how with a conservatorship, you've got to be really, really bad off, right? You've got to not be able to fully function, think by yourself. There are different types of conservatorships. There are partial conservatorships. There are LPS conservatorships, which are for mental health. And then there's probate conservatorships. Probate conservatorships are the most intense, the most restrictive type of conservatorships. Britney Spears is under a probate conservatorship. And like you said, these are intended for people who truly are incapacitated, people with advanced neurological conditions, people with severe developmental disabilities. It's truly for people who cannot take care of themselves. Um, They're definitely not for people who can be doing world tours, you know, uh, interviews, everything that Britney has done. Um, And that's really the essence of this entire movement. It's it's not about determining what's best for Britney. It's about exposing how this is really a legal loophole that's Mm -hmm. being, it's exploiting her. Mm -hmm. And it's not happening to just Britney Spears. It's happening to a lot of people in the legal system. She just happens to be the famous one that we all know. And I think so many people are invested in this story because like you and I, we have grown up with Britney Spears. We've grown up with her. And I'm thumbing through Mm -hmm. all this material and I'm, I'm watching all of these interviews with her from back in the day. And before the conservatorship (laughs) took place, I mean, you could tell she is, you could tell she's under a lot of stress, you know, like from the jump, she has been controlled. She's had managers. She's had, you know, people always looking yeah. out for her, doing all of her business, traveling with her all the time. It seems like she never had a free second to herself. And then mm-hmm. we have the mental breakdown that took place when? Was that in 2008? So 2007, 2007. is kind of like the famous, right. um, you know, head shaving incident. Yep. Uh, but the first 5150 happened the beginning of January 2008. Okay. Okay. That was the big um, scene with all the ambulances and the helicopters and all of that. That was that situation Um, that, you know, recently there's been a letter that's come out that is allegedly by Brittany that explains that situation. And she claims she was set up. Now, um, whether you believe that or not, that, you know, that's for people to determine on their own. But I do think it's important that we start kind of having a different narrative because um, it's always been the narrative for so, for so long of, you know, Britney's crazy, Britney yep. was on drugs, this mm-hmm. or that. And, and so it's, it is refreshing to see a different perspective. This topic with Britney specifically uh, has become more popular in the last couple of weeks because of this whole Wayfair child trafficking, you know, drama that somehow <laughs> yeah. Wayfair got looped into. But now all of a sudden we're directing all of our attention, not only to that situation, but now people are starting to to really wonder what's happening with Britney. And I keep saying, God forbid, Ryan, she does something to herself. How awful is the whole world going to feel? Because we're all watching this decline. We're watching her look crazy and insane in these videos. It's kind of not her fault. Do you think that she's really that medicated? What is the story behind these videos of her modeling these outfits and, you know, the gym burning down. What is your take on all that? Um, You know, I think I'm going to have a disappointing take for people. Uh, For me, I think Britney Spears has always just been someone who enjoys sharing things that bring her joy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we know that she's been somebody who's been involved in dance since she was like two or three, really young age. And so I think these are just kind of videos of her being her. I think she's, um, you know, and I have no way of knowing any of 
this. This is just my take. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of feel like she's really, you know, since she decided that, like, you know what, I'm not going to work for you guys anymore. I'm on strike. I'm uh-huh. sick of y'all making money off of me. Like, I think she's just, this is kind of her little way of showing, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do things that make me happy. And I'm not going to say what Britney Spears can and can't do. I think we don't truly know everything. Right. Um, But but we do know that she's allowed to do fashion shows in her house. So if that's the only thing, um, you know, I I think it's just kind of a, a simple joy that she's sharing with the world. And is she living in Vegas? Do we know this? Or where is she? In California? She's in California. She's in California. What role do you think her boyfriend plays in all this? Do you think Jamie is paying Sam to be there and keep her company and just hang out with her? Do you think that Sam's genuinely with her because he loves her? I mean, they've been together for a while. He's so adorable. I mean, he looks super happy with her. She looks really happy with him. What do you think his role is in all this? You know, there's a lot of debate about that in the movement. Um, for me, I just always try to come at from pr- from the perspective of Brittany as a person, and it seems like they want, you know, the parts of their relationship that they have shared. I agree. I, I, I think they look happy together. Um, you know, so so whether he's um, hired or, or whatever, what, what people say, it does seem like she is happy with him. And ultimately, at the end of the day, he's not the one keeping her in this conservatorship. Mm -hmm. So I kind of haven't really focused too much on him. Her mom is getting involved. Now, when I started reading up on this story a little bit more, I kept thinking, where's her mom? Where's her sister? Where's her brother? Give us the involvement now with her mom. Where has her mom been this whole time? Has her mom not been able to communicate with her? Why is her mom allowing Jamie to do this? Or does she not have any say? Because he's the conservator. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Jamie is the conservator of Britney's estate. Okay. Um, she does have a currently temporary conservator over her person. It was Jamie exclusively for both for a while there after the co-conservator resigned last year mm-hmm. um, after he was allegedly afraid of being disbarred. But uh, Jamie actually had to step down from being Britney's personal conservator after there was allegations of child abuse oh, of yeah. him. Yes allegedly abusing Britney's children. Mm -hmm. And they actually filed a three-year restraining order on him. Mm -hmm. Right now, he's just in charge of her money. I think as far as Lynn goes, I, you know, I I really don't know. To me, it seems like she wasn't aware of how deep all of this was going. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whether or not like her and Britney could communicate, not sure. Uh, But we do know that last year, Lynn hired some really powerful, good attorneys Mm -hmm. to kind of question this conservatorship to kind of be like, what's going on here? Um, you know, there, there still is a 730 evaluation that the judge ordered last year that we still don't know the results of. That was supposed to really investigate the conservatorship. I know Lynn's lawyers have been pushing for that. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see with that. Um, and Lynn also recently just filed to be more of a participant on the finances. Mm-hmm. So some people find that fishy. To me, I think it's a good move just because there have no, been really no moves made in this case in so long. I think in the very least, it's going to be good to have Lynn having an eye over Britney's finances. Britney told the judge that she wanted to have a baby with Sam, but yeah. her father didn't approve. What is that all about? So you're thinking, is yeah. Jamie like, uh-uh. Do you think Jamie thinks she's got mental health problems? Because you're saying this is not a mental health debate. This is an exposure of abuse. This is because of the conservatorship that Jamie has. 
over Britney. This is the strictest, right? The most. Yeah. Uh, it's highly inappropriate for someone of her capability. Of it just is. Right, 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 right. So mm-hmm. what do you think the story is behind that? Yeah, I, I don't know what that's all about. Um, you know, and, and that's super illegal. Uh, th- that, that is absolutely 100% illegal. Conservatives do not have to ever ask their guardians right? if they can have a baby. That's part of reproductive justice. They do have to get permission to get married, but we all certainly know that you don't need to be married to have a baby. Um, so I, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if he's worried if, you know, if the, the public would find out that she actually doesn't have custody over the child, that it would be Sam, or mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, I do think, you know, as much as money is a big factor in this case, there, there definitely seems to be an element of control. Uh-huh, for sure. Is it true she only has 30% custody of the kids and do we know if she's seen the kids at all what's that about Britney Spears does not have custody over her children because Britney Spears doesn't even have custody over herself right what she has yeah what she has instead is visitation time Mm. um and officially after the you know the restraining order against her father was filed by her children then it was said that her visitation time was reduced. It was from 50-50 to 30-70. Um, you know, we don't know when the last time she saw the boys w- was. We don't know if they, are, if Kevin and her stick strictly to those guidelines. Um, you know, even if things are established that way in the courts, doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it goes down. It really comes down to the parents. Um, and... You know, and and I think the reason we don't see the boys as much on Instagram is just because I think she doesn't want to drag them into all of this. And they are teenagers now, too. So they they probably don't want to be on their mom's Instagram. No, I can see that for sure. And let's talk about her voice for a second, because that always gets me every time I watch her speak. Even before Jamie was involved, when she was in the middle of her, like the pivotal point of her fame, right? She mm-hmm. never, to me at least, when I saw her in, in concert and uh, I met her briefly when I was working at a radio really? studio. Yes. And she was Love it. super quiet, very, very quiet. But this is probably 2004, 2005. Like this is definitely before okay. the breakdown. Very quiet, very pretty in real life, uh, very polite, but very quiet. You know, she had her people around her. We were able to quickly say hi, get a picture with her and move it right along. This is uh, this was right yeah. before she did like one of those jingle ball concerts. Mm-hmm. But with Brittany, you see her speaking and even before all of it, she always seemed to me a little nervous, just right. the way her voice is, the inflection, the you know constant vocal aerobics and everything. And mm-hmm. I was reading, and I don't know if it was on your site or you know, there's just so much material out there that since she was a kid and when she got signed to the record deal, like the the uh, record execs and the record label didn't like the way they wanted her voice. They wanted her to change her voice and to be a little bit more of eh, eh, like what we're hearing. Do you think yeah. in reality like when the camera's not rolling when she's not on Instagram do you think what we're hearing is her real life voice or is this all just an act you know I think it's just a matter of um it maybe that's just kind of the voice that she uses when she she does these videos yeah yeah you know like when um she did this this documentary when she was a child it was for the Mickey Mouse Club Mm -hmm. not even a documentary it was just like a little segment Mm -hmm. to show inside her life Mm -hmm. and even in that in that little segment she talked about how when she performs and when she's like working on the Mickey Mouse Club, she talks a certain way. And when she goes back home, she talks a different way. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just kind of part of how she compartmentalizes things. I don't know. Um, 
you know, and, and sometimes I hear my voice in different situations. I feel like I've got several different voices, you know, just depending on my mood or whatnot. All right. So, Ryan, you're managing this account, Brittany the Sagittarius. I got to say, girlfriend, yeah. you have some legit material. How often are you posting? Do you have a real job? Is this like your hobby on the side? What are you doing? Because this your site legit is very informative. Like I'm getting more show prep from just your Instagram than I am on any type of Google search. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for saying that. I don't live in the United States anymore. So I don't do caregiving here because I, there's a language barrier and you know, you really have to be able to communicate with people if you want to do that. But um, my job, I suppose, if you would call it is I really help with this rescue organization for dogs. So I watch dogs all day. I (laughs) love it. Ryan, I loved you from the start, but now I love you even more and people that are listening right now y'all should know that ryan is in kosovo and it's like 9 30 at night right now we're recording this on monday but you're hearing this podcast today tuesday uh july 21st but ryan is in kosovo what brought you to kosovo not to get all personal but i just want to know a little bit more i'm so interested you left the united states how long have you been there i've been here for a little over three years now um my husband is from here and i met him when he was in the united states uh getting his mba no and, way. Yeah, we fell in love and, um, yeah, we came back here for now. And, Get out of here. Yeah. Where did you grow up here in the States? Um, I grew up in Wisconsin, but, like, right on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota. So I, like, have to say both. <laughs> what are you thinking? Because now you're in Kosovo and are you like, dang, I'm glad I got out of the U.S. because it is a trash fire. What's everyone yeah, saying over am. there about what's happening over here? Have you all been affected by COVID over there? Um, we definitely do, did have COVID, but it was very slow to start. We were like one of the last countries that had a confirmed case. Um, and it, it people really, really took it seriously in the beginning. And that helped a lot. But now we're starting to have more cases because everyone has caution fatigue. Mm-hmm. They're just over it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like how it is in the U.S., um, but nowhere is right now. <laughs> Girl, no one is except for us. This is a, a disaster. Uh, but that's just so interesting when you said Kosovo, and I was like, God, what brought her there? But now I can see you went with a man. Okay. <laughs> True love prevails. True love prevails. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay, Ryan, you have been so awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody who's listening to the podcast, I'm telling you right now, Forget about everything else you're watching. Forget about TMZ. You just need to follow Ryan because she is on it. So are you just like while the dogs are doing their thing, you're like, okay, here's another little tidbit of info. Let me put it up there. I mean, because your posts are very, very, very extensive. And you are really about just giving us the hard facts, nothing crazy or, you know, um, that wouldn't seem unrealistic. You know, because a lot of people also, I think, are capitalizing on this and they want to sit there and just post to post, whatever. You are being very intentional about saying, listen, this is the information I gathered. And you're really pointing people in a lot of different directions. You're you're telling them to do their own research, which I really appreciate because I feel like a lot of sites and a lot of influencers are just like, take my word for it. And you're like, look it, this is what I've found. And you got to do your own research. Just like every, we all have our own minds. We can all think for ourselves, but you got to do your own research. You are just giving us the information that you're coming across and you're giving us your take on it. And you sound like a nice, normal, not crazy weirdo. So I take your word, Ryan. I'm taking your word, girl. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I, I just, I really do love Britney Spears. She's been a huge part of my life, but, um, beyond that, just having from coming from the caregiver perspective and seeing how vulnerable people who do 
require conservatorships are, this this issue just, I think it really needs light shown on it. Um, you know, and this is something that, that could potentially affect us all. This is could happen to our grandparents. This could happen to our parents. It could happen to people if we ever became disabled. So I think it's really, really important that the issue is handled with um, the care and respect that it deserves. Yeah, because like you've said in a bunch of different posts, like the the conservatorship that she is under this probate one. This is the most strict. Like we're talking people that can't drive. We're talking about people yeah. that literally need like feeding tubes or to be, you know, walked to the bathroom assisted. Like this is the extreme conservatorship her dad has. And I don't Absolutely. know, there seems like there's something wrong with her freaking father. Seriously. He's yeah, the one that needs I, to be, in, you know, institutionalized, not her. Yeah, there's a lot of feelings surrounding him. I try to be careful just yep. because at the end of the day, that still is Brittany's dad. Yep. But yeah, it, um, he's, he's difficult to see some of this stuff and, and not judge him. It, it is hard. It is very, very hard, especially, you know, with cancel culture now and everybody's in everybody's business. You know, it's very hard to sit here and try and even comprehend that you can understand like you understand his side of it it's like if this is goes beyond just like a dad looking out for his daughter this is yeah. another level at some point you know when this clears up eventually a tell-all book will come out or can you imagine like when Britney lands her first interview I mean, oh that will goodness. be the highest rated interview, I think, oh, in a very time. long time, oh right? Yeah. If she ever writes a book, I will be one of those people who camps outside, like waiting for the store to open. I will, like, I will want to read every page immediately. Ryan, you will be flying from Kosovo. You will come to the States if they are doing an early release. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, just, <sighs> yeah. let's just send that out into the universe. When this does all get resolved with Brittany, there is going to be yes. some major call-outs happening from her. Wow. And just the people that's supposedly managing her. The only thing that she seems to have control of is her social media. Don't you think? Yeah, Um. She has a few social media and that some people, I only follow her Instagram. I've, I've heard other people who follow her other socials, they, they really feel Britney's not behind them. Right. Um, yeah. That's me speculating, you know, that that's kind of beside the point. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it, there, there have been reports of Britney not being able to speak about this, such as um, in 2016, audience members who were at the Jonathan Ross, Ross show she, she spoke about how the conservatorship kind of stopped her from making music she wanted oh, to make. Man. And they edited that part out. So I definitely think that when when Britney becomes free, um, whatever that looks like for her, mm-hmm. I, I really do hope that she's finally able to speak and give her side of the story. Because we, we really have never, as long as Britney's been in the public eye, we've never really fully gotten her perspective on everything. You are so awesome. And you are so on top of this, girlfriend, that I just hope everybody's listening. You guys need to definitely follow Britney the Sagittarius because you really, you know your stuff. I'm so happy I found you. I know you could be in bed right now, Ryan, but you are a real team player, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I, I am beyond flattered that people referred um, my account to you, and I'm, I'm so glad it's connecting with people, and I'm so glad you found it helpful. That's just amazing. All right, before we go, I'm going to play the Britney Spears song of your choice. What is your all-time favorite? And we're going to play it. Play it right on out of this podcast. It's so hard to pick one, but if I had, the song I vividly remember hearing for the first time and will never forget is Peace of Me.
You want a piece of me? It's very nostalgic, I think, for all of us. Absolutely. We totally grew up with her. And I, I feel like sometimes I hear her songs and I can remember, like, where I was yeah, in my life at that time. Totally. And, oh, I just think it's a testament that shows she, she really is timeless and she's solidified herself as a legend. All right, Ryan, from Britney the Sagittarius. Awesome choice. From her Blackout album way back in 2007, this is Peace of Me. I'm missing American dreams since I was 17. Don't matter if I step on the scene or sneak away. It's all the Philippines. They still gon' put pictures of my derriere in the magazine. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? I bad media karma another day. Another drama. Guess I can't see the harm in working in Such a classic. What it really comes down to is the fact that if this can happen to Britney Spears, it can happen to anybody. 100%. You hit the nail on the head. And that's why celebrities really, this does matter because they could be next. And Britney Spears is definitely not the only celebrity that's been preyed upon for conservatorship. Oh, 100%. No doubt. Ryan from Britney the Sagittarius on Insta. Thank you so much for breaking it down and giving us a little inside intel on this free Britney movement. Hopefully sooner than later, Britney is finally set free. Because I just need to see a normal Instagram post from her just once. 
All right, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have something nice to say, nice, keyword nice, feel free to review. Give me a five-star, okay? Five-star review wanted. Haters need not put forth the effort. Have a good one. Talk to you Friday. Confidence is a must. Cockiness is a plus. Edginess is a rush. Edges I like a rough. A man with a Midas touch. Intoxicate me. I'm a lush. Stop your making me blush. People are looking at us. Shake me up.